everybody, this is the Honest Texan Podcast. I am your host, Josh. That's right, just Josh. That is me. Um, try to do a quick show today. Uh, lately, I've been going to 30 minutes, which I, I don't understand how I have been able to talk that much, but, you know, it happens. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to do 30 minutes, but first, let's do this quick promo. Uh, please go and... Check out the honesttexan.com. That is the honesttexan.com. H-O-N-E-Z-T.com. For more good news stories, print stories, uh, videos. And the podcast is linked to there. So every time I do an episode of the podcast, of the Honest Texan podcast, it does get uploaded automatically to that website. So go check it out. Also, go check out the Honest Texan podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And I'm trying to get on everywhere. And soon, I guess, you know, the visual aspect will be coming soon. But until then, just enjoy the voice. With that said, uh, today, you know, like I said, I'm going to try to make it a short short one. Uh, we have a, a few news stories that I want to get to. One is the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial that's ongoing. And we have some uh, interesting developments that's happened there. You know, from the jump, I've been saying that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, to me, is innocent as far as, uh, you know, shooting those guys. And, you know, looking at the video and looking at how it started, he's getting chased. He's getting chased down. This guy's beating him or trying to hit him with the skateboard. He gets shot. Uh, then another guy who actually lived, he gets shot. His arm gets blown off or his bicep gets blown off. Uh, so there's some interesting developments in what his testimony hold, and you'll hear from me. You'll hear from that later. Uh, then the other guy, he died. So I mean, he's getting attacked. And he's on his back. There's photos of this, and there's video of this. I'm sorry. I in the court of law, the dude is innocent. Now, should he have been there? Should he have brought uh, you know, an AR-15 with him and all that? And probably not. You know, but again, you also got to look at it. the police weren't doing their job. Uh, businesses stores were getting looted and they were getting you know attacked and everything like that so you had and this is the result that is given local militias they'll do what the police won't do apparently and then this is what you get i'm not against militias to an extent but i believe there's a time and a place for everything and the police definitely should handle this but they didn't and then this is what you get right here you get kyle rittenhouse killing two people wounding one because the police didn't want to do their job. And this all stemmed from the whole Jacob Blake incident. And, you know, if in case you don't know my feelings on that, look, I'm sorry that the brother got shot multiple times and paralyzed, but you get what you get when you do stupid shit. And excuse my language, this is probably not going to be a kid-friendly show today, but you get what you get. You know, and with Jacob Blake, I'm just going to say this with Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, and I'm pretty sure what people fail to realize, his baby mama probably called the police on him. I'm pretty sure his baby mama called the police on him, and the, he they, the police showed up. He's up there talking shit to the police. Uh, you know, they're, they and then I think by this point they got guns drawn on him. I think it's about five police officers that have guns drawn on on Jacob Blake. And what does he do? He goes to his car, gets into his car while his kids in the car, and I don't know if he reaches for a knife. I I just don't know that. But I know he gets into his car and he tries to drive. I'm, I'm assuming he, he's trying to drive, but I know he gets into his car. And that's a big no-no. I'm amazed he got that far before they dumped the cliffs up in him. And I'm amazed he didn't die. He better be glad he didn't die. He better be glad that he's just paralyzed. 
because he made a dumbass decision, in my opinion. But, you know, stupid choices beget other stupid choices. And that's what happened with Jacob Blake. Uh, wish your brother well, but, you know, you get what you get on that. Sorry, man. But when it comes to this Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, you look at the video, you look at the... You look at what the prosecution's done. They've done a, a, a crappy job. The defense has done a pretty good job. Um, the, um, the prosecutor's own witnesses <laughs> have gone against what the prosecutor was trying to prove, which is pretty damn sad. Uh, there's one point, there's a video out there online. There's one point where one of the, uh, well, the living person, the only person to live uh, out of getting shot by Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, he ends up testifying that had he not pointed the gun at Kyle, he probably wouldn't have got shot. So there's that. And I'm gonna let you hear that uh, right now. When you were standing three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him with your gun, now your hands down pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. So that was the testimony um, of the third victim, or not victim, I'm not going to say he's a victim because he, he was trying to, you know, shoot, and he, I'm pretty sure he's trying to just, he was just trying to hurt Kyle now. so, and I'm not going to defend Kyle Rittenhouse like that, I'm just defending the fact that this, this young man was getting attacked, and so when you're getting attacked, and you have a rifle on you, and then someone else and other people around you have guns, Yes, it is only right that you are going to defend yourself by shooting people and by shooting those that are trying to get at you. And everybody else who owns guns know this. No one's going to just sit there and let you get shot. And you can tell the discipline between both Rittenhouse and the other uh, the other people that were trying to, you know, get at Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse more, had more discipline uh, versus the, I forgot, the, the surviving member who... If you're going to point a gun at somebody, you better make sure you better use it. Otherwise, they're going to use it on you. And that's exactly what happened. You don't just point a gun at someone and then not use it if they have a gun. That's just stupid in my opinion. But I encourage everybody to, you know, go out and uh, learn about gun safety, learn about firearms. And it's not what a lot of people in the media are saying. I mean, if you buy a firearm, you do have to, you do have to go through a background check. And depending on where you live, it could take a few days uh, for you to even get the gun. So definitely go check out your local firearms uh, people and ask them and, you know, just learn about firearms and firearm safety. That's what I employ everybody to do. But I'm going to let you hear uh, a few clips from the trial. I mean, I'm, I've already let you hear uh, the testimony. I'm going to let you hear Kyle Rittenhouse. Do you understand my question? I do. Can you please answer it? I did. I said, I, Mr. Rosenbaum was chasing me. I pointed my gun at him, and that did not deter him. He could have ran away instead of trying to take my gun from me. But he kept chasing me. It didn't stop him. Mr. Rittenhouse, you're telling us that you felt like you were about to die, right? Yes. But when you point the gun at someone else, that's going to make them feel like they're about to die, right? That's what you wanted him to feel. No. You wanted him to get the message from you that 
if you come any closer, I'm going to kill you. That's why you pointed the gun at him, right? I pointed the gun at him to deter him from... I, I pointed the gun at him so he would stop chasing me. That's why you, I pointed the gun at him. Because if you point the gun at him, you were hoping he would stop chasing you because he would get the message from you that if he keeps coming, you're going to kill him. Right? I didn't want to have to kill Mr. Rosenbaum. And then I'm going to let you hear the judge unload off on the prosecutor. I'm a little bit challenged when you say, uh, is there something that I'm saying that draws the face that you're making? I Go ahead. Say what you I want to say. I have to say, Your Honor, yesterday I was uh, the target of your ire for disregarding your orders. Today the defense is disregarding your order. Um, I submitted that draft of that order to the defense. They had an opportunity to review it. They had an opportunity to object to it. We do this all the time in the court system. If I'm being held to uh, obey the court's orders, I'm asking that the defense be held to that too. Uh, this is something we litigated at a Daubert hearing. We spent time on this. So. Uh, you know, I am going to interrupt you, and I'm, then I'm going to let you talk again. But I was talking yesterday about the Constitution of the United States and how the Supreme Court has interpreted it for 50 years. That's not what we're talking about here today. All right, so you were back. So, yeah, th those are the clips. Um, <laughs> I uh, say for this case, I, I personally think that he's going to be found innocent. Um, he might not be found innocent of carrying a weapon across state lines, but I think he's definitely going to be innocent of homicide and murder and all that other stuff. So that's just, you know, that's just my opinion. I think what's going to happen. Uh, in other news, you know, in other news, uh, I want to say that we have, let's look at the LAPD, right? Let's look at Los Angeles Police Department. Because they they're not corrupt, right? Their LAPD has always been an outstanding police force. <laughs> right. So, uh, this is this is from TimCast.com. The LAPD tells residents to cooperate and comply with robbers amid riots and burglaries. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Yep, yep, that's Los Angeles, that's California for you. So, the LAPD's uh, Twitter account shared a community alert notification. Uh, and... It's, this is what it says. Due, I know you really got it right better. Due to an increase in violent street robberies, Robbery Homicide Division has become aware of an ongoing crime trend of follow home robberies. Uh, okay. Suspects have been locating victims in Los Angeles, following them, and then committing the robberies as the victim arrives at home or at their business. The department said in a notification which was posted to Twitter. These crimes have occurred throughout the city of Los Angeles as well as neighboring cities. Different suspects have been identified and arrested for these type of crimes. And yet, what they say? They say to comply and cooperate. To cooperate and comply with the robbers and rise and burglaries. But I guess that's also because they have strict gun laws in California. And yeah, that's another thing. See, here in the state of Texas... We have some of the most loose gun laws, which I which I love, right? We have the castle law, the, the castle doctrine, which is now extended to your car. So, and quote, go to a lawyer on this. Don't just believe me on this. You know, go talk to a lawyer. 
But this is my understanding is that if anyone in the state of Texas tries to break into your house when well, against your will, against your wishes and all that, you have the right to defend yourself and to defend your household. You just cannot shoot them in the back. Or or is it you or I think is you cannot shoot them while they're running away from you. Right. So there's that. But then it, it, it extended to your to your vehicle, it extended to your car. If someone's trying to break into your car, if someone's trying to carjack you or anything like that, you have the right to defend yourself and to defend your property. So, But again, you just can't shoot someone while they're running away. So there's that. You just can't shoot someone in the back. Um, so the alert went out. Uh, the, the alert went on to outline seven steps on how to handle being robbed. Uh, the recommendations include being aware of one's surroundings, Recording and reporting suspicious activity and being cautious about displaying expensive property in public, especially listing purses, watches, and jewelry. I think that would, I think that that would be common sense, but apparently that's not common sense. I don't know. Maybe someone can comment on here and let me know. I thought that was common sense that you don't display uh, wealth like that. I mean, unless you're a rapper, then we kind of understand. Um, and then the quote says, if you are being robbed, do not resist the robbery suspects. Cooperate and comply with their demands. Be a good witness. The alert continued advising people to call the police after they have been violated. I'm just going to let that sink in. If you are being robbed, do not resist the robbery suspects. Cooperate and comply. Now, I get why they're saying that. But if someone's going to want to shoot you, they're going to want to shoot you. But again, it's California, so they don't have the same kind of uh, rights, apparently, as the state of Texas or Florida does. Uh, so, yeah, I guess handle that accordingly to how you feel. Uh, but always be aware of your surroundings in, in general. That, that should be rule number one. Be aware of your surroundings. You know, people follow people home, so always be aware when you're driving. Uh LAPD went on to urge people not to chase or follow the robbery suspect out of your place or business or home. Leave the job of catching the suspects to the police. Yeah, because they do a good job. But, uh, you know, let me, not, let me just stop. So according to a study by the Pew Research, police nationwide only solves 17.2% of the property crimes that were reported in 2019. So, yeah, let that sink in. Uh, let the police handle it, but they only saw 17%. I'm just saying. Uh, California also has some of the strictest gun control laws in the nation, leaving many ill-equipped to protect themselves or their homes. This was written. Uh, this article was written on TimCast.com by Cassandra Fairbanks. So check that out. Check out TimCast.com, uh, and also check out TheHonestTexan.com. So yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess if you're in California or if you're in L.A., I guess it would behoove you to comply uh, and let the robbers rob you. Or just try to get a gun legally so you won't get charged with any felony and defend yourself. Or move out the state and go to a more friendlier gun state. Uh, I mean, that's the only other options I can think of. But... Otherwise, just sit there and let yourself get robbed and burgled. Uh, I mean, it sucks. But yeah, the LAPD have got y'all's back. The LAPD will definitely solve at least 17% of the crimes for y'all. At least 17% will get solved. So there you go. Moving on. 
we're gonna move on to Joe Biden. Joe Biden and his administration. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. They're considering shutting down yet another pipeline this time in Michigan. And we all know what happened when the Keystone Pipeline got shut down. Now, granted, there was a lot of stuff around the Keystone Pipeline that was very controversial. Uh, they went into Native American territory. My understanding is it was going to, uh, they didn't want the pipeline there, and it has a potential of ruining the environment. Had I been the government, had that been me, I would have tried to just pay for that land, pay the, pay the Native Americans for that piece of land, and pay them handsomely and you know give them also another piece of land that they will want and then you would have had gas prices probably would have been steady but no that so the keystone pipeline got shut down a lot of people lost jobs and now gas is around 317 a gallon now people will say or other other journalists will say that that's not a um, result of biden but there is a correlation there so yeah, it is the result of that pipeline getting shut down. And now he wants to shut down the Michigan pipeline, another pipeline. So we have yahoonews.com reporting the story. Uh, the, Biden, the Biden administration is reportedly weighing the potential market consequences of shutting down an oil pipeline in Michigan. Right when winter is about to come. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, former Michigan Governor uh, Jennifer Granholm, hope I said that name right, Biden's energy secretary predicted Sunday that heating prices will rise this winter, regardless of the administration's decision of, on the pipeline. She said, yes, this is going to happen. It will be more expensive this year than last year, Granholm told CNN. Now, I'm not, a, I'm not an economist. I'm not anything like that. I'm just a guy uh, who's in school for journalism, which I don't know why I went into journalism, because apparently they don't get paid nothing. But I'm just a guy who is, you know, a journalism major who also has his own podcast, just talking shit. And this, you know, when Trump was in office, didn't have this. He didn't, he didn't have this at all. But again, I'm not an economist. Maybe someone could explain to me how all this works. Who knows? We might even get an economist on the show. Let's hope I can do that. Um, but apparently, heating prices are gonna rise this year, just like everything else. Just like food prices are rising or have risen. Just like gas prices have risen, now this is going to rise. The administration has yet to decide on what to do with the with Line 5, and officials were gathering information only to present a clear picture of the situation, according to sources who spoke to Politico. <clears throat> Sorry. Line 5 is part of a network that moves crude oil and other petroleum products from Western Canada, transporting about 540,000 barrels per day. Yeesh. The petroleum was taken from the pipeline in Escanaba, Michigan. I say that name. Uh, Jason Hayes, the director of Inter <laughs> is the director of environmental policy at the Mackinac Center for Public Policy. Uh, he blasted the Biden administration for its energy policy, telling Fox News that their work on Line Five is just one more example of being divorced from reality. <laughs> says they are planning to power an industrial nation like the United States on solar panels and wind turbines. He said, while noting that even the solar panels and wind turbines require oil, natural gas, nuclear, and even coal to be produced. This is true. You can look that up, people. This is also true. Uh, Hayes presented a dire picture of what shutting Line 5 could mean if people are unable to get natural gas 
or the electricity it provides as the nation heads into winter. We kind of already know how that felt in Texas because we got that winter storm. And people couldn't get heat. People couldn't get nothing like that. And we had people die. Uh, so, it, you know, hopefully it doesn't get worse. But it seems like reading this article, it will. Sorry, I'm not trying to bring out bad news. But, you know, yeah. I'll bring out something better next time. I might talk about zombies or something. Uh, it says, I hope it doesn't end like this. But where I see it going is unfortunately the same thing that happened in February in Texas. Boom. There you go. See, I just mentioned that. And I didn't even read this article like that. Uh, people freezing in their homes, he said, adding most of the time when it's extremely cold or there is a real bad polar vortex situation. Typically, it's pretty cloudy and there's not a lot There's not a lot of wind. Explaining he has trouble understanding why some Western leaders seem unable to grasp the importance of reliable, affordable energy and electricity for everyday citizens, Hayes said it seems like the only nations that understand that we require reliable, affordable, dispatchable energy is China and Russia. Damn. Now, I'm not a genius. I'm really not. I'm probably not that smart of a guy. China's an enemy. Russia is too. Mm, I'm just saying. Uh, and they're the only ones that are producing energy, and they're more than happy to hold that energy hostage for the rest of the world. Yep. <sighs> it's just sad, people. The Biden administration's move on line fire has drawn criticism from Republican lawmakers in Congress more than a dozen of whom sent a letter to Biden on November 4th warning against such a move as gas prices surged 50%. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Representative Bob Lotta, a Republican of Ohio, wrote, As we enter the winter months and temperatures drop across the Midwest, the termination of Line 5 will undoubtedly further, ex uh, further exacerbate shortages and price increases in home heating fuels like natural gas and propane at a time when Americans are already facing rapidly rising energy prices, steep home heating costs, global supply shortages, and skyrocketing gas prices. The Biden administration canceled the Keystone XL pipeline in January, but has since waived sanctions against a pipeline for Russia to ship energy to Germany, effectively approving that pipeline. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, see, you got to wonder who's really for the American people and who's really against the American people. I understand uh, Joe Biden is the president. Kamala Harris is the vice president. I understand all that. But are they are they acting in the best interest of the American people? You have to ask yourself that. You as the listener, the viewer, whatever, you have to ask yourself that. You as the American citizen, are they actively acting in the best interest of the Americans, of American citizens? I personally do not believe so. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, and I base that on the actions that they've already taken. Uh, the stuff that's going on the border. The We're going to talk about that next. We're going to talk about what they want to give illegal immigrants. But uh, the stuff that's going on at the border, where, you know, the vaccine mandates. The majority of people do not want the vaccine mandates. So I don't know where they're getting these studies from. You have, you have protests and riots in New York. You have all of these different issues that are coming up right the cops don't want to get vaccinated the fire department don't want to get vaccinated people in work don't want to get vaccinated and you know and i get it i don't want to get, you know i don't like being forced to get a medical procedure i don't think no one should be forced to get a medical medical procedure you know what if i forced you to believe in jesus christ what if i put the crusades right back on you like they did back in the day would you want that to happen to you i don't think so 
I mean, everybody wants to say my body, my choice when it comes to abortion, but apparently it's not my body, my choice when it comes to vaccines. And, you know, that's a whole, like I said, I can do more shows on that, and I probably will just because I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting really tired of it, but that that's a whole other show. Uh, but you have to ask yourself as a citizen of the United States, as a citizen of this country, is the Biden administration working in the best interest of the American people? Uh, and again, for me, I don't think so. That, that, that's just me. Uh, so we're going to go head on to the New York Post. This is an interesting one. Uh, apparently only the right-wing or right-leaning publications have this. And uh, yeah, so White House, and this goes to every single black person, every single African-American in this damn country, y'all need to listen to this. The White House is considering payments of 450000 per person to immigrant families separated at the border. I want you to listen to that one more time. The White House is considering payments of 450000 per person to immigrant families who were separated at the border. Yeah, let that sink in. Now, I'm not, I'm not against immigrants. Or anything like that. However, this kind of pisses me off. Because as far as I know, black folks haven't received any kind of reparations. But yet, you have the Biden administration going to do this. Yeah, black folks, if I told you uh, a long time ago about Biden is racist and how Biden don't like black folks, this should be a prime example right here. Just saying, prime example. The Biden administration is discussing payments or paying out hundreds of millions of dollars to illegal immigrant families who were separated at the U.S.-Mexico border under the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy in 2018. The Wall Street Journal reported on Thursday. (sighs) Damn it. Hold on, people. This is... Nope. Damn. Oh, my computer's kind of messing up at the moment, so... Yeah, hold on. I might have to cut this one out, cause this or this is a blooper. I don't know, but think about that, black people. I want you to really think about that. The government ain't willing to give you a dime. They didn't give you forty acres and a mule, but yet they're willing to give out four hundred and fifty thousand dollars per person to immigrants who entered the country, entered, and I want you to listen to this, entered the country illegally. And who was separated at the border. They want to give them $450,000 per person to people who entered the country illegally. But they ain't going to give you a dime. They didn't even want to give Ice Cube. They didn't even want to listen to Ice Cube's idea. The Trump administration listened to Ice Cube, but the Biden administration has yet to listen to Ice Cube. Yep. Who really cares about black people? And I'm not, you know, not even cares about black people. Who actually really wants to see black people, you know, thrive or succeed? Guarantee it ain't the Democrats, and I guarantee you it is not Biden. Definitely not Biden. Not with this. Nope. This should piss off a lot of black folks. But I guarantee you, you're going to have some black folks defend it. For what reason? I don't know. But they'll defend it. Maybe they got slave syndrome or something. I don't know. It's, it's a damn shame, though. It really is. Uh, says, according to the journal, the Department of Justice Homeland Security... Uh, and health and human services are considering the payments in order to settle lawsuits filed by the American Civil Liberties Union and others on behalf of families who crossed into the U.S. from Mexico illegally to, uh, yeah, 
Yep. So yeah. Uh, the journal reported that the ACLU has identified 5,500 5, children affected by the policy, which advocates say caused physical and mental trauma in children who were taken from their parents. Uh, so far, around 940 claims have been filed by immigrant families. Now, they're saying separate. it is a tragedy when kids get separated from their families, right? It really is. And it is a tragedy that kids get separated from their families because their parents do something illegal and they know it's illegal. But then again, that happens in the U.S. every day, right? Your parent gets caught selling weed or cocaine or whatever. They break the law. The kids have to go to either uh, to the state or they, you know, if they can find a legal guardian in the family, they can go there. But either way, they get separated from their they get separated from their families. <sighs> this country, yeah, this country. Uh, depending on how much is doled out to settle each claim the cost the cost could uh cost taxpayers one billion dollars and again these are reparations for illegal immigrants people who are not united states citizens but uh, black folks can't get nothing again black people i would be pissed off if i was you i would be extremely pissed off if i was you the Biden administration is correct to provide relief to the children and families affected by the government's horrific practice of family separation. ACLU attorney Lee Gellnert said in a statement, Their suffering is something they will always live with and is a deep moral stain on our country, like slavery and, you know, whatever. Yep. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yep. See, fuck the ACLU. She gonna say it. Fuck the ACLU. They ain't shit. Nope, they ain't shit. That's a fucked up. Nope, fuck the ACLU. And fuck the NAACP too, because they they probably allowing this shit also. Black folks, American black folks, y'all need to listen to this shit. Y'all need to listen to this. Y'all need to look at this. Hey, y'all need to be pissed off. Y'all really do. It's a damn shame. Goes on to say, we need to we need to make it right. And this conclude this includes not simply any monetary support, but also a path to remain here. This is what is right and what is fair. No, it is not. Life ain't fair. Fuck you. Life is not fair. Life can be where an old man has cancer and he survives and a young person, a young child has cancer and they die. That's what life is. Life is life is fucked up. Life is beautiful. Life is cruel. Life is good. Life is everything all mixed into one and it ain't fair. People need to understand that shit. You can be a good person and you live a shitty ass life. Or you can be a bad person and live a good life. It doesn't matter. Life does not give a shit. And yet, this is what it this is what it's come to. This is what we had today, right? And again, this really this part, this section goes out to all my black folks, to all people in the black community. Y'all should all be pissed off at this. And you should either write protest whatever and i'm not a big protester but i would definitely protest the hell out of this this is bullshit it's straight bullshit seriously bullshit the aclu statement did not say how far along settlement talks have progressed but the journal reported that lawyers on both sides of the lawsuit have told courts overseeing the cases they hope to reach final agreement by the end of november y'all ain't shit look the aclu ain't shit the government ain't shit biden administration ain't shit Y'all ain't shit. And black folks should be pissed off about this. This pisses me off. And I was never really even for reparations like that. But this bullshit, y'all don't even want to give black folks 40 acres and a mule. Y'all don't even want to give black folks just uh, anything, right? Hell, 
y'all even gave the American y'all gave American citizens a thousand dollar checks, twelve hundred dollar checks, and six hundred dollar checks for uh, the COVID, and yet illegal immigrants get four hundred fifty thousand dollars. American citizens don't really get shit. But I think that's because our government, our con people in Congress, our senators, everything like that. I truly believe that they think that we are less than them, right? I truly believe that they think that we don't deserve anything in this country, and they want to prove that point, and they and they're trying to prove that point. That's what I think. I think they think that we're like uppity people that don't deserve our freedoms, and you can tell. And this is just my opinion, people. You can tell by the way they put their, the, the, by the way legislation is passing these bills. Uh, you can tell by how they've given millions upon millions of dollars to Pakistan for, I believe, gender studies. Uh, to these other countries for bullshit-ass studies, which makes no sense. The American people don't want that. But, you know, we have to pay attention more as people. We have to pay attention more. As United States citizens, to what Congress, to what <clears throat> our government is doing, we really do. Because, uh, yeah, this this there should be a rude awakening for a lot of people, especially black folks. God, y'all y'all should understand this pisses me off. Uh, and yeah, this ACLU, the ACLU ain't shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm tired of, of the ACLU. I'm tired of, of the NAACP. Um, these organizations are not for black people. They're really not. And they haven't been for black folks in a long time. And black people, if we want to get out of the situation that we're in, we're going to have to do it ourselves. Right? You look at the Asian community. You look at the Hispanic community. You look at the Indian community. You look at um, you look at the Arab community. Right? You look at, hell, even the people that come here illegally, their work ethic, their uh, the fact that they can get here and build themselves up now granted we can do the same thing but we also have uh entities or uh government entities or just in general we have certain white people liberal white people that are trying to hold us back and then you got then on top of that in the black community we're working against ourselves we're holding our own selves back because we're constantly got to fight the other black person who doesn't want to see who does not want to see black people succeed and just want to see themselves succeed. You know, there was a, a long time ago, you know, there was a guy by the name of W.E. Du Bois. And uh, W.E. Du Bois, y'all should look him up. And he, you know, was part of the whole Talented Tent thing where 10% of the black folks would rule over, the, over you know, the 90%. So, you know, you look at the correlation of how it is today. Yeah, that's exactly what's still going on, right? I mean... What has the Congressional Black Caucus done for the black community? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I believe Trump has done more for black folks than they have. And that's sad. You know, if the truth is the truth and the truth can hurt, the truth can hurt. This is called the honest Texan for a reason. The brutal truth, the brutal honesty, good, bad, or ugly, it'll be told. Uh, and people are not going to like it, but they need to hear it. It's too many times today where people are not telling the truth, are not being honest. And I think this is some horse shit. I think this is bullshit. You're telling me that black people who, you know, uh, whose ancestors have gone through slavery and people who are linked to their ancestors still, uh, 
right? Black folks can't get reparations, but meanwhile, people who enter the country illegally, they can get reparations. And on top of that, it's not like they're $1,000 or something like that. No, this is $450,000. Totals up to a billion, right? People who cross into the country illegally, people who are already breaking the law before they even become citizens in this country. Yeah, they can get $450,000. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's it, people. Black folks, wake up. Wake the hell up. You think uh, you think it's good? Wake up. Well, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, I wasn't trying to get into the whole black thing, but I'm, that's going to be another show, too. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Please like and subscribe. Please share. You don't got to pay shit. This, all this is free. You hear me? All this is free. TheHonorsTexan.com is free. If you put if you put in your email or put in that email, you will just get notifications of new stories that are out. That's it. You're not going to get solicited. Nothing like that. It's just you get new stories that are put out. You'll get a notification of a new story that has dropped. Just like you'll get a notification if this whenever this podcast is uploaded. So whenever you, you know, like I said, uh, go check out TheHonorsTexan.com. Check out TheHonorsTexan Facebook page. Check out the Honest Texan uh, podcast and soon the Honest Texan YouTube page. Uh, you know, again, if you want to donate, you can donate to the Honest Texan uh, Cash App. That's always great. I'm always grateful for that. Um, so, but y'all have a blessed day and stay frosty. <laughs>